Hello and good morning, everybody. I'm wanted in 53 states for tax fraud. There's only 50 states. Wait, what? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. Well. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Japan. No, wait, those are the countries of the world. <laughs> oh, God. I'm Sabrina Alonso. And I'm Juan Fertera. And welcome to Panicked, Panicked by, by Design. Design. Um, before we continue, I do have something really important to tell you, and I wanted to wait until we were recording. Uh-huh. Um, so, earlier this morning, um, I got a call. Uh-huh. And, um... Was it about tax evasion? No! <laughs> that was last week. Oh, okay. Um, so it, w- it, it was my doctor. Um, he said it was never gonna walk again. Not even on crutches. <laughs> <laughs> Not even on crutches. <laughs> okay. I apologize for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I thought it was funny. Oh my god. Okay. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about high school. Ew. Um. Listen, I'm not enjoying it either, okay? <laughs> We're going to be talking about high school croissants for people who hate France but think their baking is kind of okay. And our usual horoscopes, but with a nice little twist that I'm not going to reveal so you'll pay attention to the whole show. Ooh. Well, all this and more when we come back. And I'm not trying to be rude, but we only have an hour, and it's hard to fit in the stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes I have to, like, <laughs> yeah. like talk super fast. Which concludes this segment. Bye! Bye! (laughs) That's the whole podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Panic by Design. I'm your host, the teacher that got body slammed by a student trying to stop a fight. And everybody kept talking about it for, like, the whole school year. And I am your fear of the ocean. That's kind of dark. So is the bottom of the ocean. All right. (laughs) So today's topic is high school, which I think is an incredibly cursed and dark time for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, Disney Channel really sold me a fake fantasy of what high school was going to be. I completely agree. With floor-length lockers, um, mm-hmm. a cafeteria that resembled a, like a mall a food court, mm-hmm. um, really nice classrooms, and like... I don't know, like really nice wooden doors. Like, <laughs> like it was really weird. Every every school in a Disney Channel show had like really nice big wooden doors for the entrance, mm-hmm. and like it just looked very upkept. Yeah, and everything. And then I actually started high school, and in reality, the lockers that they give you are incredibly small. You can barely fit anything in there. Mm-hmm. And can you believe that students didn't just break out in song and dance like every other period? You see, I can believe that because I never watched High School Musical. Well, I lived in a good world, so. You watched High School Musical. I don't think it was a good world. (laughs) High School Musical. Oh. 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 Nice. I made a little brain fart. Hell yeah. High School Musical. I feel like it's a rite of passage, so honestly... Then I have not passed this rite. 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I I legitimately I don't see the interest or in Camp Rock. Okay, Camp Rock I don't care much about. That was more of a summer thing. Like, you know what was my thing? What? Teen Beach movie. Why? I just liked it. I mean, the first one was fine. I don't remember the second one. I don't remember the second one either, but Did that one take place in high school? Girl, I don't know. I think I just said that I don't remember it. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to tie it back into the topic, okay? <laughs> Give um, me a break. <laughs> do you have any like in- interesting stories of things that happened to you in high school? I had my first breakdown sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about that, but make it funny. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. It was... I do, I this, this shows you that I'm the funny one. Oh my in this god! Friendship. Wow. You keep using that like Valley Girl voice. I keep breaking out into it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's causing a reaction within me, and not a positive one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, about my breakdown. Yeah, go for it. I started in my science class. Oh god! Shout out to college biology. That's your own fault. Yeah, um, I just started shaking like a cold little chihuahua, and that happened for like the next two periods, and then I called my mom in a puddle of my own tears, Gross. and then I couldn't eat for like a week. <sighs> yeah, that's not very funny. Well? <laughs> <laughs> what prompted it? I have no idea. Really? To this day, no clue. Literally, we were just taking book notes in class. And, like... And I just... You just got nerfed. Panic attack. Boom! <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I mean, science class was after AP World, so, like, maybe AP uh, World shook yep. me to my core, yep, and AP it didn't World. hit until science class. <laughs> AP World, yeah, that that makes sense. You know, if you told me that you had a, a breakdown because of AP World... Didn't everyone? <laughs> like... Did you attend AP World and have a breakdown? Let us know on our new Instagram page. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. We finally have it on... on, on oh, Ooh. English. We finally have. (laughs) You gave me English. Thank you. (laughs) Christmas present. I gave you the lack of English. (laughs) (laughs) The gift of illiteracy. (laughs) Um, We finally have an Instagram page so you guys can follow us. You can um, interact with us. Um, Send us little messages. Yeah, send us messages. If you guys have, like, any questions that, like, you may mate. Mate? (laughs) If you have any questions, you might want us to answer. <laughs> um, if you guys have any questions you want us to answer or, like, something that you want us to say, like, on air, like, mm-hmm. send us a DM. And, like, if we get enough questions, we can probably do, like, a little Q&A segment. Ooh. Which I think is actually really fun. I, I like love, answering questions. I love talking about myself. We know. <gasps> Says you. I mean... <laughs> I'm not gonna deny it. I'm. 
we're talking about high school. Right. Um, <laughs> we will let you guys know what our Instagram handle is later on in the show. Yeah. So stick around for that too. Keep your little ear on the lookout. Yeah. Well, your ears can't really look. But... Ear on the hero. Ew. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned stress. I was going to mention something about that because apparently um, around 45% of teens <laughs> say that they're stressed all the time because of high school. Oh my god, that was me. This is according to Globe Newswire. Mm -hmm. um, this is from a survey from 2018, um, saying that almost half of all high school students think that they are always stressed. Um, the most common causes are relationships and teachers. Oh. Only 6% of students say that they were never stressed. And around 12% said that they are rarely stressed. Well, good for them. Um, the, the same study also said that um, about 22.5% of teens say that they turn to friends when they need someone to talk about their problems regarding stress, which is true. But I don't really talk to my friends about what I'm stressed. I talk at my friends. Because <laughs> for the most part, I don't really, I'm not really looking for a solution. I just need to get it all out in the open. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's become very apparent to me that sometimes people don't understand the difference between I'm talking to you or I'm talking at you. Yeah. You got to differentiate whether you want the other person to just sit there and listen like yeah. an inanimate object or if you actually want to have a conversation about it like i have a therapist for that so i just want you to sit there and look pretty as i cry about my problems yeah you're just gonna be telling her stuff and then like you're she's gonna be typing oh my therapist yeah and then <laughs> you're gonna say something very interesting and the typing you're gonna hear the typing is gonna like like the speed is gonna pick up. It's gonna escalate. If do I if I tell her that that I just want people to sit and listen. No, like but an anime object. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you can find something else that they'll that your therapist will be like, huh? Oh no, yeah. Okay. I could think of a few. Let's keep an eye out on that. <laughs> I did ask you um, what you thought a good date idea was, and you said, <laughs> <laughs> "Don't say this on air. It's gonna make me sound crazy." <laughs> <laughs> bang your heads together <laughs> it's the first thing that came like to my two mind. coconuts Ooh, i don't even like coconut why did i do it that coconut is kind of fun i kind of oh my god whatever <laughs> sorry my mind is all over the place now look what you did okay <laughs> high school yeah um <laughs> i had a couple of weird things happen in high school oh okay do tell um, well, for starters, my sophomore year, it was my first time in an American high school. Mm. Welcome. Have you been enjoying it? No, God, oh, no. God, me neither. Um, so sophomore year, when I first came here, um, I was put in an ESOL class, which is English as a second official language. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was super easy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have to do much. And my teacher knew that I spoke English incredibly well. Yeah. And he was like, I want, I want to transfer you out into Why? a regular English class. Why were you put in that class in the first place? Because I came from a Spanish speaking country, even though when I was registering, yeah. 
I'm the one that was speaking to the to the to the to the person. Yeah. Not my not, not my dad. I was the one speaking to her in like perfect fluent English. Which might I add, she asked me like, "Are you interested in any sports?" And I said, "God no." And she gave me a dirty look. <laughs> she was not a very kind person. I'm not going to lie. That's why she put you in ESOL, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was put in ESOL, and then my teacher was like, "Yeah, I want to switch you out of ESOL," and I was like, yeah. "Please don't. I'm oh. I'm tired, and this <laughs> this is the this gives me a break." Okay, yeah, tea. And he was like, nope, too bad. So I had to take the, this little ESOL exam. Um, and in in my brain, I thought, well, I'm just going to fail it. I mean, oh. Fail the little ESOL exam. <laughs> so that way, you know, I can be switched out of ESOL. And it's like a, a verbal exam. Oh, yeah. So it's not like anything written down. And um, I, I answered everything correctly. I, like, I, I, I did a terrible job. Oh, my God. And the lady who was giving me the exam, she was like, dude, I know you speak English. <laughs> I'm still going to recommend that you get transferred. <laughs> and I was like, yo, what the heck? That's kind of funny. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought we were cool. <laughs> so then said, I, uh -uh. <laughs> I get transferred to a regular English class, and I was like, this is scary. Oh, yeah. Literally, normal high school English classes are, like, some of the most... Pandemonium. Yeah. It's the Thunderdome. It's so bizarre in there. There's just so many different kinds of people. It is the Thunderdome. Oh, oh my God. Ooh, I did not like just regular high school English. Well, there's a segue into my next uh, point, because that same semester during finals... Well, not finals, midterms, really... Um, I was, you know, sitting, chilling, taking my little exam. Yeah. Um, reading an Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe story. Um, which one was it? I don't know. The Raven. Oh. The Raven. Yeah, it was The Raven. I didn't read that. Um, it, it was for, like, the exam, for, like, reading comprehension. I don't know. Huh. Um, I don't know. when, out of nowhere, I just hear, like, a little bit of commotion, and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And when I look, it's two kids getting into a fight. One kid is sitting down, the other one is standing up. The one that's standing up is like going ham. Oh. On the other one. Is like, this in your class? Yes. This was in my this was like happening on the on the other corner of the room. Oh my god. And my teacher is like she's a very small uh person. Yeah. Like she was she was um very thin and then kind of short. Not like super short, she was like average height basically, but um she like yells at them to stop and she runs and she literally like jumps on the kid's back yeah. and tries to like, you know, take him away. But she's too short. So in reality she's just hanging <laughs> and yeah. it does not deter the kid. So now he's like just ragdolling my teacher. Yeah. While beating up this kid. Oof. Um and I don't remember what happened next. Good God. Like, I literally cannot remember. I'm so afraid of teaching in high schools. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. I I'm trying to remember, and I literally can't. Like, it's just blank. Mm. I just remember, like, sitting in the corner, just like... <laughs> what is happening? Oh, my God. Oh. 
that song from West Side Story popped into my head. I want to be in America. And I was like, oh God, why? Um, this is the American education system. For oh, me. it was great. And then at the end of the year, they were like, my teachers were all like, yeah, we're going to put you in honors. Like, we're going to recommend you for honors. And I was like, heck yeah. And then next year, I got put in regular classes again. Oh. And I was like, um, this is incorrect. <laughs> First of all, wrong. <laughs> yeah. So then I got transferred to honors. And that's when I realized, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Oh. Like, things were, like, actually functioning. Yeah. In honors. Like, everything made sense. <gasps> oh, wait. When you said regular English class, I was thinking, like, high school level. Not like regular versus honors. Oh, I hate you. Sorry. No, because I've always... Oh, you just think you're better than me because you did collegiate. No, it's just because I've always been in either honors or college level classes. I hate your school. guts. I... That's valid. It is what it is. But anyway... Yeah. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Excuse you, indeed. Um, so like honors, junior year English honor, honors English was fun, mm -hmm. enjoyable. Okay. Um, nothing really big happened. There was like two girls that hated each other and they were like always getting into like petty fights. Oh. Um, I thought it was funny. But that's pretty much it. I mean, oh, we were reading this book called Their Eyes Were Watching God. Oh. And the book is pretty good, actually. Okay. It's by Zora Neale Hurston. She was an anthropologist, and she wrote this book. Um, and it uses a lot of... Um, the way that the book is written is very <clears throat> phonetic. Yeah. So the way that they say the word, yeah, that's yeah. how it's written, mm -hmm. which proved to be the most impossible task in my life because <laughs> I could not understand it <laughs> Yeah. for the life of me. Yeah. I literally tried reading it out loud and it just confused me even more. I would have to listen to an audiobook mm -hmm. in order to actually understand because none of it made sense to me. Yeah. Most phonetic texts, I need someone else to read for me because I'm very much like... That's not how yeah. <laughs> that's not how that's spelled. No, yeah. And then like I would have to answer questions. Uh -huh. And I couldn't answer the questions because I couldn't find the answer because I couldn't understand the book. <laughs> it's like I don't know what half of these words are. Like, what do you mean? It was wild. And then I had to read the crucible. That book is a lot. Mm. It's set during the Salem witch trials. Oh. Um, and it it doesn't go into like great detail, obviously, but it goes into <clears throat> some detail about the witch trials. Um, and it's like loosely based on people that it actually happened to. Yeah. And we had to like add a scene, like for kind of like a final project kind of thing. We had to like add a scene to the book. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what I did. All I remember is that I thought that it was incredibly stupid, but I still got an A. Oh, okay. So, oh, junior year was also like when I first joined theater. Yeah. Oh so my God, we love talking about theater. The dawn of our friendship. Yeah. Although we didn't really talk until 
second semester. I, I, I don't recall. If, if I, 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 yeah, I guess. So. It wasn't until <laughs> second semester because, um, okay, so quick little backstory. Sabrina was actually, she was a replacement. Oh, yeah. Basically. I was. Um, I, I had a friend that I was pretty close to um, in that class, and we basically, like, did everything together in that class. And then she switched schools. <laughs> and then here I was. <laughs> and now Sabrina's in the picture. <laughs> so if you're out there, hi. I'm the new you, I guess. <laughs> 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 it's been a few years in the making at this point. <laughs> um, that actually reminds me that junior year was like my most stressful year. Really? Yeah, junior year I would get like maybe five hours of sleep every day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was Why? really rough. And then like, you know, rehearsals. So it was like uh, memorizing lines, memorizing songs, memorizing oh. choreography, doing this, doing that. It was incredibly stressful, mm -hmm. but I loved it. Oh my god, yeah. I will say, um, I was fully consumed by theater in my second semester to the point where I literally did not care what happened in any of my other classes. All I cared about was rehearsals and my theater class. Really? That was it. For me, the only... So, okay... U.S. history took a lot of my time. Uh -huh. U.S. history, um, it's actually, it was a really good class, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, if you're listening to this, this is like towards my U.S. history teacher. If you're listening to this, I promise I'm not trying to kiss up. Like, I genuinely enjoyed your class. <laughs> um, but it was so stressful because we had so much to do. We had so much to learn in like such a little amount of time. Yeah. And I remember that by the end of it, when we had covered all the material and we were doing reviews, um, I was doing the reviews wrong because I oh. didn't really understand. And my teacher looked at me and she said, that's not really how you're supposed to do it, but I trust you. Mm. And I know that you know the material, so I'm not too worried about you. Team. And she was right to say that because I ended up getting a perfect score on the oh. exam. Oh, damn. Yeah. Look at you. Totally not a backdoor brag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, smarty pants. <laughs> no, I, so, so it was two things that consumed my life were U.S. history and theater. Mm. And I honestly really, like, I think junior year, yeah, was the most stressful, but it was also like, the most fun. Really? Yeah. I think my senior year was the most fun. I didn't do anything my senior year. Oh my god, literally same. All I did was focus on theater again. <laughs> senior I year, all I did was argue with my economics professor mm -hmm. and like make jokes with my government teacher. Why did I say professor? He's not a professor, he's a teacher. <laughs> um, high school teachers and college professors. Yeah, no, I was educators, I, if you will. <laughs> I get them confused. It's hard. My government, my government teacher, she saw me cry. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was kind of embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh. Um, but she didn't say anything about it. I remember that like she walked out of the classroom and she saw me crying, and she was like nodded and walked back inside. And I was oh, like, no, yeah. you know what? 
You're a real one. Vibes. Um, aside from that, what else did I do senior year? Nothing. I literally didn't do anything. I don't recall most of high school, actually, in general. I do recall a bit from, like, freshman and sophomore year just because, wow, were those, like, just terrible years for me. So, you know. Sophomore year, I was still, like, in that little awkward phase. Yeah. Um, And actually, my government teacher's senior year, she was my world history teacher sophomore year. So she knew me when I first started high school, and she knew me right at the end of high school. And she looked at me, and she said, you've really, like, had this gigantic change. You are not, you're definitely not the same person that I had in class all those, like, all that time ago. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. I'm still a monster. I've (laughs) I've just evolved. I'm just funnier. (laughs) Like... (laughs) it's still me i'm just worse oh goodness but you know what actually i don't know what never mind (laughs) okay good job (laughs) no i i was gonna say something but i couldn't remember what i was trying to say (laughs) no thoughts head empty head is fully empty there are no thoughts um only baked beans Ooh. Bush's baked beans. I want baked beans. What time is it? It's already 8.34. Oh, I, I suppose that's sorry. I don't like baked beans. You don't like baked beans? No, I only like red beans and kind of pink beans. That's it. What the hell are pink beans? <laughs> pink beans? Yeah. Pink? Yeah. Like jelly beans that are pink? N- no. Ew. Pinto beans? No, those are pinto beans. What are pink beans? Pink. Oh my god. Like they're what? they're oh my goodness. They are literally just pink beans. beans? No, you're you're thinking way too hard about this. Pink beans. Pink. Pink. Like pink the beans. artist pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said the color. <laughs> like singer-songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> pink beans. I'm showing her a picture of a can of pink beans. Pink beans. They look just the same as like, um, what are the other ones? I don't know. Red beans. But they're pink. Yeah. I. They look like kidneys. (laughs) Well, these are like, yeah, small red beans. And then you have red kidney beans. Those look like intestines. Or they're like, red. or like sausages, you know, when they're like all tied up, but they're all in a string. Yeah. Like in the, yeah. What, what's up? Bratwurst? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not German. I'm Cuban. I guess. <laughs> um, how did we get here? Oh my God. I have an idea. We're talking about high school. We are high so sorry. School. Yeah. Um, you did get your first car in high school. I well, your did. first and only car you've had. I've had one car. You've had one car. I've had two. I've been driving for a lesser amount of time than her. She's yeah. had one car. I've had two. I have one car. And I got it senior year. Oh. Yeah, she, it was a, it's a brand new car. Yeah. I got it in 2018 and it was a 2019 car. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. I thought it was so fancy. It was fancy at the time. Yeah. Now it's all like. <laughs> Just whatever. And yeah. 
very average. Still very grateful. I yeah. love oh, my no, car. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just like, it's all dirty now. <laughs> well. That's mostly my sister's fault. I literally I got in your car. No, do- not the cup thing. No, yes, the cup no, thing. No, not the cup thing. I literally thing. got in your car to drive it so we could get Panda Express. Shout out to Panda Express. Y'all are great. Not sponsored. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Not sponsored. Unless uh-huh. you wanna. <laughs> yeah, Panda Express, reach out to us, you know? Um, we we would love to be sponsored by you. <laughs> get your people to get in touch with our people. Yeah, you know, have your people talk to my people, and, like, you know, we can figure something out. Car. Cup, car. The car. Yeah, oh, gross. my God. I was like, what, did, what was he saying? I got in your car, and I look at the door, and, like, on the little thingy, like, the little, um... Cup holder on the door. It's not a cup holder. It's not a cup holder? No, it's just like a little pocket on the door. Pocket door. Door pocket. Door pocket, yeah. That holds cups. There's like a Starbucks cup and it has water in it, but then it also has something like white and chunky on top. It looked (laughs) like curdled milk. Or like, oh god, I'm getting nauseous. Or like cheese. I don't know what it was. It only been there for a little bit. You know, that's not true. Don't expose me to the internet like that. To be fair, there ha- there's been a, a bottle of Jarritos in my car since Friday. Empty. Just rattling around. <laughs> like my bones. <laughs> Ew. Oh my gosh. Anyways, high school. <laughs> High school was terrible, but also really not that bad. It could have been worse. Yeah. yeah it could it have been, been worse. worse. I did cry a lot. I but, didn't. Yeah. Well, I'm the crier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the crier in this duo. Yeah. Just so y'all know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Um, you, you were one of the first people to see me cry, though. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. I'm somebody who does not cry. I do not enjoy emotions. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a very ugly crier, so I don't cry. Um, and you were one of the first people to see me cry. Tea. God, it was so uncomfortable. I literally just walked in, was saw that you. the dressing room thing? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's also one of the last times I saw you cry. <laughs> I don't cry. I Which is very it. unhealthy. You, like, if you, if you feel like you have to cry, cry. Yeah. Like, let it out, just but... Like... <laughs> A few, little, a few little tears drop. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. High school was stressful. It was a lot. I'm very glad that I'm out of it. But at the same time, I wish I was back because I don't like paying bills. Yeah. Um. This is going to be a very, very, very small segment just in case any of my high school teachers are hearing this. If you know anything about the Collegiate Academy... And you're not in high school yet, which I don't know why middle schools would be listening to this podcast. But if you are, don't do Collegiate Academy. Oh my god, If you're not. in the Collegiate Academy, drop out. I'm sorry to any parents or teachers listening to this, yeah. but don't do it. Do, do, god. Dual enrollment classes are fine. Sure. Yes. Because you're only just taking a couple of classes. Do not do the Collegiate Academy. Please, oh for the my love god. god. You know how much it's helped me? None. None at all. <laughs> but I have an AA reasons. and I still have nothing. That's for other reasons. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh my god. Don't do it. Get away from the mic. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) G. 
Jesus. Anyways, I'm fine. Look at how chill I am. Sure. I'm shaking. <laughs> Coming up, we have horoscopes and croissants that taste better than the ones at Wawa. We promise. Stick around and we'll be right back. I'm not promising that. I promise. Actually, wait. <laughs> if you're making them, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to Panicked by Design on Hawk Radio, powered by Anchor FM. Hey everybody, welcome back to Panicked by Design. If you're just joining us, I'm your host, the proud owner of the world's first gluten-free car. Uh, today's recipe, we're going to be doing some uh, croissants uh, for whatever occasion you may need. Sometimes you just want to eat some little nice French pastry, and I'm going to show you how to make it. It's super easy; doesn't take that long to make. And if you are um, 
have some leftover dough, you can wrap it in saran wrap, put it in the fridge, use it for something else. It doesn't even have to be croissants. You can um, make any other kind of pastry with it. Um, you can make turnovers. So it's completely up to you. This is a very versatile puff pastry. So whatever it is that you might need puff pastry for, you can definitely use this. So ingredients you're going to need uh, three quarter cups or 175 grams of butter at room temperature. Uh, one and a third, one and three quarter cups or 225 grams of um, all-purpose flour sifted. A pinch of salt, 100 milliliters of cold water, which is um, between one fourth and one half of a cup. Um, and two tablespoons of sugar if you're making a sweet dish. Now for the sugar, it's completely up to you on how sweet you want the pastry to actually be. Um, when I make this pastry sweet, I don't typically measure. I kind of just go by eye. So this one is completely up to you. Um, for ingredients, um, nope, not ingredients. For um, utensils that you're going to need, you're just going to need a baking sheet, a rolling pin, and a mixer. And you're obviously going to need, um, if you have a kitchen scale, I really recommend you use it. It makes things a lot easier. If you don't, that's totally fine. Um, also, be sure to have um, little bowls or dishes where you can put the butter because you're going to be separating the butter into different groups. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to mix the flour and the salt in a bowl and the sugar if you're making a sweet dish. Um, you're going to weigh out the butter and you're going to split it into four amounts. So if you don't have a kitchen scale, you just divide the three, quarter, three quarters into um, four. Although that actually sounds kind of difficult. So just you can just go by eye when it comes to that, you know, it doesn't have to be super exact, but just know that you're going to need roughly that. Um, you're going to um, add one portion of the butter to the flour using a round bladed knife. So a round bladed knife is just um, something used to mix pastry. Um, it has like multiple blades to help separate the butter and incorporate it with the flour in a way that doesn't um, overwork the dough. If you don't have this, it's okay. Um, you can just use a mixer or your hands. It's completely up to you how you want to do this. Um, and once you add the butter, um, you're going to be adding the cold water slowly until it forms the dough that is going to be for the pastry. Um, so once you do that, you're going to dust the rolling surface, dust the rolling surface. So whatever it is that you're going to put the dough on, um, put some uh, flour on it. I have a silicone um, sheet. So I just put some uh, flour on that and that's what I use. And then I also put some flour on my hands because sometimes it gets stuck to my hands a little bit. Um, and you're going to put the dough on the dusted surface, and then you're just gonna start rolling it out until it gets to a rectangle. Um, the dough should be about four milli millimeters in thickness, which is, I would say about the size of a coin, like the thickness of a coin. So it should be kind of thin, but still have a little bit 
of density in it so that when you turn it, it doesn't um, split or break or anything because that's kind of when it gets a little dicey. So you're going to rub any excess flour from the surface. Um, if you have a pastry brush, which I, that's what I use, I use the pastry brush because it helps me get a lot more of the flour off. Um, you're going to use then um, the next portion of butter that you have, and you're going to be dotting the butter on two thirds of the pastry. Um, when I say dotting the butter, you're just going to like take little scoops of the portion of the butter and you're just going to like put it I usually do three or four lines of five um, little pieces of butter and that usually works out pretty well so once you do that you're just going to fold the pastry into three portions um, doing the the side that doesn't have any butter that's the side that you're gonna fold first and then the side that has the butter that's gonna go on top once you do that, you're going to press the edges so it doesn't um, kind of leak out. And if you see any air bubbles, try to kind of like massage it out because otherwise it's going to burst and it's going to rip your pastry and it's going to be a lot harder to work with. So once you do that, um, you're going to roll the pastry out again. Try to get it to the same uh, thickness of when you rolled it the first time. And then you're just going to repeat that step um, Two, two more times until you're done with the butter. After you do that, you're going to cover it with plastic wrap and you're gonna put it in the fridge for at least 30 minutes so it gives the butter a chance to cool down. After you do that, you can use a knife, you can use a pastry brush, um, some kitchen twine, sorry, that's what I meant to say, or anything in order to separate the dough into pieces and then those pieces of dough, you can roll them out and shape them into the croissant or whatever kind of pastry you're going to make. If you're doing a turnover, I recommend getting it to a square shape. You can, you know, trim some edges if you have to, and then just put your filling in the middle, fold it um, diagonally so it makes a little triangle. And then you're just going to use a fork to press down the edges. So that way when it's baking, it doesn't pop open and your filling goes everywhere. So for um, the temperature, when you're cooking it, you're going to do about between 350 and 400. And you're gonna bake it from 20 to 40 minutes. It's, I know that it's very wide on the, on the range for baking, but that's because it solely depends on how thick the pastry is and what kind of fillings you're putting in the pastry. So it's very, um, it's very up to chance in that way. Um, so just be sure to, you know, be measuring it out. My recommendation is make a small one and put it in with the rest of them. And when you think they're done, take the tiny one out, try it and see if it actually is done. And if it's, if it's fully done, then give the bigger ones about five or 10 more minutes. And if it's not done, then you know that you just have to continue to wait. You know what I mean? So that's going to be about it. If you guys decide to make this, be sure to tag us on Instagram. It's so fun to be actually be able to say that now that you can tag us on Instagram. When you make things, tag us on Instagram, DM us your pictures. Um, it's always fun. You know, baking is really fun. I made um, pigs in a blanket 
um, I believe a week ago. And I'm actually going to be making a cake with fondant later this week. So I will actually be posting pictures of that on the Panic by Design Instagram page. Um, the Panic by Design Instagram page is just that, Panic by Design. Um, that is currently the only social media that we have right now. But who knows, maybe we'll expand into uh, Twitter, Facebook. What are other social medias? Um, what's another one? What? Social media. What? Snapchat. Well, no, it's okay. Okay. But yeah, um, that's going to be it for today's baking segment. I hope that you guys like it and that if you try it out, that you enjoyed the pastry that you made. And that's going to be it for today. Um, and then coming up, we're going to be having our horoscopes. And don't forget that there's going to be something a little bit different with horoscopes today. So stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to Panicked by Design on Hawk Radio, powered by Anchor FM. Sometimes be depressed to death and living on vacation I'll divide my time between me, myself, and I and all my expectations Cause motherfucker, I look good today Self-care green hair, look at you today yep. Hello to the friend, please don't have attention Where's the serenity, stick a foot to work up my hands up Praying, I'm just saying You're either dying or you're playing Either way, I'm in the conversation Woo! Instead of, you know, 
doing a typical horoscope, I'm going to be using tarot cards um, for each sign. So I pulled out one card for each of the 12 zodiacs, and I'll go in the same order that I always do, from Aries to Pisces, um, and I'll give you a little bit of details um, in regards to um, your sign and the card that you got with it. Um, there's nothing really big that differentiates this between um, I'm sorry, that differentiates this from any other tarot reading or any horoscope that I've done before. Um, this is the first one that I do that doesn't come from any other source other than myself. So I'm very excited to, um, you know, test this, this uh, method out and... I hope that you guys like this new format. So let's get right into it. Let's start with Aries. So Aries, your card was the lovers reversed. This card talks about self-love, disharmony, imbalance, and the misalignment of values. Now this card is pure love and harmony, but reversed it can signal a time when you're out of sync with those around you, particularly your loved ones. You may find your relationships are strained and communication is challenging. Does it seem as if you are just not on the same page and no longer share the same values? If so, come back to the reason you have this person in your life. If you love them unconditionally, know this moment shall pass and the best you can do is bring love and compassion to the situation. In other cases, you may realize that you have simply grown apart and it's time to move on. If your relationship continues to be peppered by arguments and a lack of respect for one another, then it could be time to let go. Honor yourself and do what is best for you both. This card can also reflect that the feelings within a relationship are not mutual. One person may be more emotionally involved than the other and this gap could lead to disappointment and insecurity later down the track. You may be reluctant to open your heart to the relationship for fear of getting hurt. So now moving into Taurus. Your card was the King of Wands. So this card talks about um, some keywords to be exact. Our natural born leader, vision, entrepreneur, and honor. So this card represents pure fire energy in its masculine form. Unlike the other wands court cards, the king is not so interested in creation and creativity or in dreaming up ideas and implementing them himself. Instead, he is more inclined to take an idea and then enlist others to help him actualize it. Thus, when the king of wands appears in a tarot reading, it is a sign that you are stepping into the role of a visionary leader, ready to direct your people towards a common goal. You have a clear vision of where you want to go, and now you are manifesting that vision with the support of those around you. Others naturally gravitate towards you because you're charismatic, focused, and determined, and they believe in you and your vision. They want to be a part of what you are manifesting and are here to support you 100% of the way. You're also masterful at getting other people to do your work for you while keeping them on side throughout the process. This card reminds you to live your life with intent, vision, and a long-term view. Unlike the knight who can be a little impulsive with his actions, you have the maturity to see your vision through right to the end and beyond. 
You are inspired by long-term sustainable success, wanting to have a lasting impact. You are here to leave a legacy. Okay. Now, Gemini, your card was the Ace of Cups. Keywords for this card are love, new relationships, compassion, and creativity. With the Ace of Cups, divine love and compassion are pouring through you. You are a vessel for deep spiritual love from the universe, and you can't help but let that love flow through you and into the world. You receive love, you give love, you are love. Your heart overflows. Now is the perfect time for you to open your heart and experience the rich flow of emotion available to you right now. You are more receptive to creative opportunities, loving connections, and deep compassion for other living beings. As with all aces in the tarot, this card comes as an invitation. Will you take it? Will you say yes to divine love and compassion, and will you run with it? The Ace of Cups carries the potential for spiritual and emotional fulfillment, but only if you embrace it with an open heart. Alright, Cancer. Your card was the Page of Wands reversed. This card talks about newly formed ideas, redirecting energy, self-limiting beliefs, and a spiritual path. So the Page of Wands Reverse suggests that you can feel the stirring of something new emerging within you, but you don't know how to turn it into action. You may have the seed of an idea or a general sense that something new is coming, but you are yet to express it in the world. You do not need to take action yet. In fact, doing so may be detrimental since this idea is very much in the early stages of formation. Just play with the idea and let it grow, develop, and blossom into what it wants to be. Don't force it. Sit in the creative void and allow it to open up to you. On the other hand, this, this card can also mean that you tried many new ventures or projects, but these have not turned out as you hoped. You may have had the dream to start a new hobby or project with a view that it would be leading you to something bigger, but you realize that you took the wrong approach and it isn't pointing to the growth and development you had expected. This card invites you to reconnect with your original vision or idea and look for, for alternative ways to express it. Just because you didn't succeed the first time, it doesn't mean that the concept is wrong. It may merely be the execution that is out of alignment. Instead, choose another way to express the idea and be prepared to redefine your path to stay in alignment with your personal growth goals. Alright, after Cancer we have Leo. Now Leo, your card was Temperance. This card talks about balance, moderation, patience, and purpose. This card is the card for bringing balance, patience, and moderation, like I said, into your life. You're being invited to stabilize your energy and to allow the life force to flow through you without force or resistance. It's time to recover your flow and get your life back into order and balance. This card calls on you to remain calm even when life feels stressful or frantic. Maintain an even temperament and manage your emotions. You have learned to keep composed in stressful situations. Little things don't get to you, thanks to your seemingly abundant source of patience. Your respect for balance and tranquility is what will help you achieve and experience fulfillment in your life. Okay, now we have Virgo. Virgo, your card was the Knight of Cups reversed. Now this card reversed speaks of overactive imagination, unrealistic, jealous, and moody. These are key words for this card in reverse. 
When this card appears in the tarot reading, a creative project is emerging, but you are not ready to act on it just yet. You may spend most of your time dreaming up what is possible, or how wonderful it will be when it comes to fruition. While it can be enriching to be in the dreamy ideas phase for a while, the plan will not come into being until you take action. You may need to ground your ideas into reality. Figure out how much it'll cost, how much time it'll take, what resources would you need, and so on. This will give your project more weight and you can move forward with implementing your idea. At time, this card reverse can indicate that you are sulky, moody, and jealous. You may feel frustrated that you are not being given the opportunity to dream and create. You allow your emotions to get the better of you if you are not getting your way. Alright, now we have Virgo. No, I apologize. Libra. So Libra, your card is the Fool. Now the Fool Upright talks about beginnings, innocence, spontaneity, and a free spirit. This card is a card of new beginnings, opportunity, and potential. Just like the young man, you're on the outset of your journey, standing at the cliff's edge and about to take your first step into the unknown. Even though you don't know exactly where you are going, you're being called to commit yourself and follow your heart, no matter how crazy this leap of faith might seem to you. Now is a time when you need to trust where the universe is taking you. As you undertake this new journey, the Fool encourages you to have an open, curious mind and a sense of excitement. Throw caution to the wind and be ready to embrace the unknown, leaving behind any fear, worry, or anxiety about what may or may not happen. This is about new experiences, personal growth, development, and adventure. Alright, Scorpio. Your card is the Five of Wands reversed. This card talks about inner conflict, conflict avoidance, intention release. So the Five of Wands reversed suggests that you're facing internal conflict and you're unclear on when you stand on important issues. You may try to work through your point of view on contentious topics such as abortion, immigration, globalization of the environment, or you may navigate personal issues such as whether to stay or leave a particular relationship or job. You have others around you who have strong views about what you should do, and this is creating an enormous amount of tension and disagreement. Just when you think you have a clear perspective, someone challenges you on it, or you discover new information and you change your standpoint again. This process is beneficial and will help you come to a well-researched and well-thought-out viewpoint. But also know that there is no right answer, and someone will disagree with the path you choose. So find the option that sits best with you. Align your head and your heart to discover a sense of peace within yourself. Sagittarius. Your card is the Ten of Pentacles. So the car this card upright speaks of wealth, financial security, family, long-term success, and contribution. This card is a positive sign that you have reached a point of completion and accomplishment in your journey. As a Pentacles card, this sense of accomplishment is likely to be the result of a successful career path, smart financial investments, a stable home environment, and a possible committed and long-term relationship. You have accumulated wealth and abundance through your hard work and dedication and can now relish sharing this wealth with others. This is one of those cards that promise everything will eventually come together and you will be proud of everything you've achieved. When the Ten of Pentacles appears in a reading, you're surrounded by wealth and blessed with financial abundance. There's no wanting for any more. You have everything you need, especially within the material realm. 
You're financially secure and trust that because of your personal successes and accomplishments, you will always have what you need and desire. You express sincere gratitude for fulfilling your material goals and dreams. All right, Capricorn. Your card is the, the tower in reverse. This card speaks of personal transformation, fear of change, and averting disaster. So, this card suggests that you are undergoing a significant personal transformation and upheaval. This differs from the experience of the upright tower, where the change is often because of external circumstances and may even feel forced upon you. Instead, with a reversed tower card, you're instigating the change and calling into question your fundamental belief systems and values, purpose, and meaning. You may go through a spiritual awakening as you discover a new spiritual path. You may change your beliefs and opinion about important topics from realizing that you can no longer support older models. Or, in more dramatic cases, you may go through an existential crisis where you seriously question your life's purpose. While this can be an unsettling time, trust in the process and know it is for the best. You are creating change and transformation so you can step into a new and evolved version of yourself. Aquarius, your card is justice in reverse. This card talks about unfairness, lack of accountability, and dishonesty. The reverse justice card can suggest that internally you know you've done something that isn't morally right. Others may not see it yet, so you have a choice. You can hide it and hope no one finds out, or you can own up to your mistake and take focused action to resolve the situation. Whichever you choose, you will need to live with the consequence of your conscience, so go with what feels right for you. Similarly, this card reversed suggests that you are not willing to take full accountability for your actions and may try to dodge the bullet and blame others for your mistakes. You're being dishonest with yourself and others, and your unwillingness to look beyond your own fears and ego blinds you to the broader lesson. Assess your situation once more, this time intending to discover where you can accept responsibility. Once you acknowledge where you made a mistake, do whatever you can to make it right again. In doing so, you will free yourself from any guilt or shame and empower yourself to make better decisions. And then lastly, we have Pisces. Your card is the Page of Pentacles reversed. This card talks about lack of progress, procrastination, and learning from failure. This card reverse says you're exploring a new project or business idea, but you're not ready to move forward with it just yet. You may still be brainstorming ideas or prefer to keep it a secret for now. Or you may worry that you don't have the skills or resources for it to succeed, so you're putting the idea on hold and procrastinating. If the opportunity continues to present itself to you and you want to move forward, trust that you have what you need now and the rest will develop as you progress. This card suggests that you are trying can suggest, sorry, that you're trying to get a specific project or idea off the ground, but every time you try, it seems to amount to nothing or it takes you even further away from where you want to be. Maybe you have not planned sufficiently, you've lost sight of your original inspiration, or you're trying too hard. Give yourself some space and step away from the project for a short period so you can re-energize and refocus before trying again. Alright guys, that is all for this week's horoscopes. I hope that you guys like um, this kind of uh, new little twist instead of just doing a regular horoscope, doing tarot cards instead. Um, let me know if you guys like this, if you would like for me to continue, um, or do more, um, horoscopes in this way with tarot cards. It was really fun and I really enjoyed doing it for you guys.
All right, guys, that is all for today. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been really fun, and I hope that you guys like this new version of the horoscopes that we tried out. I will see you guys next week when I will be fleeing the country because I told a waiter you too um, when they said enjoy your meal. So <laughs> can never go there again. Um, um, and as I've mentioned before, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Panic by Design. Um, we will post updates on there when we have a new show and little questions that you guys can ask us for, um, you know, that we can put on future episodes. So yeah, that is all for this week. I hope you're having a fantabulous and amazing week and we'll see you next week. I said week so many times. Oh my goodness. <laughs>